Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, this is Christine, and this is episode 20. Today, I want to talk to you about the mistake we make when trying to accomplish change, and kind of at the same time, the confusion we have around motivation. So often we say things like, I'm going to quit cold turkey, or I'm hitting it hardcore, I'm going in all the way. Or conversely, we say, I'm waiting to feel motivated, or I would do that, but I'm just not feeling motivated yet. What is the problem with us phrasing it like this and thinking of it like this in our head? Well, the first thing that's a problem with this is that we're actually causing ourselves to fail when we do it like this. If we are expecting motivation to carry us through, we have no choice but to fail when the motivation stops. There's a reason that we love stories of motivation. That's because it's actually rare for motivation to carry somebody through to the end of the change they're trying to make. More often than not, what carries somebody all the way through a change is dedication, determination, and discipline. Motivation is just not reliable. So we really want to make sure that we have those three characteristics, the dedication, the determination, and the discipline, so that when the motivation leaves us, we can still follow through with our goals and still get to where we're trying to get. The big thing with this is to focus on why you want to do this in the first place. Why do you want it? Why is it important? What else in your life will be better if you can change this one thing? When you can really get very clear on all of those whys, that's where you can pull from your dedication to do it anyways. Do it even if you aren't feeling like it. Do it if you're tired or grouchy or sore or in a bad mood. Don't let lack of motivation hinder your progress. So we've addressed motivation. We can certainly get more into that if we need to. But let's talk about this going in all the way. Quitting cold turkey. Let's, let's address this for a second. If you were going to try to do anything big, it can seem really overwhelming. It can seem daunting. Often we don't know where to start. We don't know what task is the most important task. Our goal seems really out of reach. So what do we do instead? If we really want to succeed, how do we do that? Well, the key here is to simplify the task. If you're trying to lose weight or trying to build muscle and you think that to do this, you have to get up crazy early, go do a full body workout and then deal with being sore all day, that's not really very motivating. But if you just have to get up, you just have to wake up. That's it. And then since you're awake, you just got to get out of bed. And since you're out of bed, you just got to get dressed for the gym. And since you're dressed for the gym, you just got to go there. And since you're there, you might as well lift a few weights see how you feel. And since you've lifted some weights, you might as well lift a little bit more. Do you see how much simpler that is when we take it into tiny little bite-sized pieces instead of trying to do it all at once? Now we're going to come back to this one because I think it's so important, but I really want to address one of the things that really kind of hurts my heart the most when I hear people explaining why they haven't accomplished their goals. They say something to me like, I didn't know how. And the question that I want to ask, if the reason that you're not achieving your goals is because you feel like you don't know how, what should your very first step be? Perhaps that very first step should be doing a little bit of research or asking someone who does know how. 
Not knowing how should never be a stopping point. The reality is that everyone that has ever succeeded at anything at one time or another didn't know how. And they didn't just pull it out of their brain. They had to have some information first. They had to have some knowledge to build up to that point. They had to do some research or they had to talk to somebody who knew something about the topic. Don't ever let I don't know how hold you back from where you can be because you do know how to learn, okay? Don't ever let a lack of knowledge stop you. Go get the knowledge and then figure out what your next step should be. So let's get back to these steps that get us through that can replace the mistakes that we make with change. Make tiny little decisions. You've probably heard me say before, take baby steps. That is paramount to trying to create lasting change. If you're deciding to drop gluten and dairy to feel better, that really might feel more like a punishment. But if you just decide maybe breakfast you can do without dairy and gluten, see how that feels. Maybe that feels all right. Maybe that's not hard. Then maybe you can see about lunch. Can you do lunch without gluten and dairy? Is it possible to throw in a few snacks without gluten and dairy? If dinner's the hardest meal to tackle with this, wait. Eat your normal dinners for right now and just focus on some of the other meals until they start to feel more normal and you find other foods to eat that you enjoy. Don't try to do it all at once. Now, I'm not recommending that everyone needs to go gluten and dairy free, but I just want to use this as an example of where we make a big decision and then knock ourselves down because we've set ourselves up for failure. It's really hard to cut out all gluten and dairy. It's really hard to quit smoking cold turkey. It's really hard to make a change in how we let people treat us drastically all at once when people have been trained up to this point to interact with us a certain way. So when we're dealing with this specifically in a self-esteem part of our lives, what can this look like? If you're struggling with letting people take advantage of you and you've decided no one is ever taking advantage of me again, that's great. I'm glad that you've made that decision, but it also can be really overwhelming trying to figure out how to enforce that with everyone all the time. Instead, if you've decided that you deserve to have healthy boundaries and you're really clear on your reasons why this will be good for you and you understand what other good things will come out of this for you, perhaps you understand that you'll feel more energized, healthier, happier, calmer, right? Maybe you recognize that you'll be able to be a good role model for your children and they'll learn from you and they won't have to have the same struggle. Those are all really good reasons to be determined to follow through with this instead of waiting for motivation to carry you through. So now we've recognized that good boundaries will bring healthier people into your life and get you into a better place and you really want that. The next little step could simply be getting information on what healthy boundaries look like. The next little step could be just being aware of the difference that you want. That could look like catching when people walk all over you and pay attention to what happened right before that. Pay attention to how you reacted to them in a manner that let them think that they could walk all over you. Pay attention to how you felt during that interaction. As you start to build awareness, it will be easier and easier to catch it. You won't find yourself afterwards thinking back and going, 
oh my gosh, I just stood there and took it all over again. I said I was going to stop doing this, right? We build that awareness without any pressure on you to do anything different quite yet, right? Our goal is to succeed at the end of this in a way that's maintainable and sustainable. We do that by little steps. We don't have to do this all in one day. So once you're aware and you're really clear on why you want to do this, and you're really clear on what healthy boundaries look like, the next step could simply be, okay, I'm ready. I'm paying attention. The next time one of these situations come up, I'm going to say no and let them know I have a boundary here. Just the next time. Let that time come and go. In that one situation, enforce that you have a boundary. Calmly, respectfully, right? But still let people know there's a boundary here. Once you've done it that one time, become aware of how you feel. Maybe it felt scary. Maybe there was some guilt associated with it. But I also want you to notice that it didn't kill you. You didn't lose anything, not really. And really focus that it was still safe. It was still okay. That awareness piece is so important to carry you through repeating this behavior. And then the next step would just be do it again. Just the one time. Not forever and ever and ever with everybody for the rest of your life, but just the next time. Be aware, notice when the behavior starts up where they want to push your boundary and step all over you. Let them know, no, there's a boundary here now. Give yourself a moment afterwards to just process what that experience felt like. Remind yourself once again that you're safe. It was okay. Acknowledge if there's any guilt or sadness attached to it because that's normal when you're doing something different. Remember why it's so important to do this, why it was so important for you to try to tackle this in the first place, and then just be aware for the next time. And just for that next time, be ready to put up your boundary again if somebody tries to walk all over you. Just the next time. What you will find eventually is you'll be six months or a year down the road and you've drastically changed in how you interact with people and you've caused a change in how people interact with you that is incredibly positive in your life. You've succeeded. You've reached your goal and it was maintainable. It was doable. There was no confusion about it. None of it was overwhelming to the point that it caused you to quit. You didn't get how you are in a day or a week or 30 days or six months. You didn't. So it is not realistic for you to put the pressure on yourself to make change rapidly. Give yourself the time that you need to heal, to change the way that your brain is processing these events, to change the way these events make you feel, okay? Be gentle with yourself. The change will come, but only if you do it in a way that feels okay. Only if you come at it from a place of dedication and determination and discipline, taking on just those tiny little steps that are achievable. You can handle any change like this, whether it's your weight, your eating habits, how you view yourself, how you let other people treat you, how you speak about yourself, how you speak to other people, how you express love, your willingness to receive love. All of these things can be changed using this. I could go on and on listing so many of them to you, but you get the idea. I hope. I hope you're getting the idea. So don't get confused thinking that you have to wait to feel motivated and don't make the mistake of trying to change everything all at once. And I mean that both in making it a drastic leap and taking on everything at once. 
don't try to give up sugar and alcohol and start eating more fruits and vegetables and start working out more and start sleeping more and be nicer to the people around you and work on putting up boundaries all at once. Don't do that to yourself. Be kind and be patient. The good news is as you start to make a change in one area, you'll start to feel inclined to make similar adjustments in other areas that will feel comfortable. Allow those changes to take place when they hit you, but don't try to force it. That might look like you've decided you're going to start working out a couple days a week. That's the goal, all right? You're keeping it small. You're doing the little steps. You may feel like after your workout, you'd rather have a healthy breakfast or a healthy lunch so you don't undo all the good work you just did. Great, eat a healthy lunch. You may notice you are drinking extra water because of your body working out and burning more calories and sweating. So now you're drinking more water. You may find that getting good sleep before your workout improves your workout. So now you're going to bed a little bit earlier. That's what it looks like in a healthy, manageable progression. But you can't force yourself to do that and you can't wait to be motivated to do that. You're not somebody to just boss around, okay? (laughs) Don't let one part of your mind boss around the other part of your mind and set you up for failure. Allow it to be what it is. Allow it to take the time that it's taking. Using that same example, if your goal is working out and you try to start enforcing boundaries with coworkers, there's not a natural progression between the two. Work on one. When you're to the point when you feel like you're hitting the gym on a regular basis, you're not even having to work at getting yourself in the door, and you're not having to have a mental war with yourself to actually lift a decent amount of weights or whatever it is that it looks like. When it gets to the point where it feels routine and comfortable and almost kind of easy to maintain it, that's when you can go, what goal am I tackling next? That's when we bring on another one, not before that. Now you might feel like you're starting to feel better about yourself physically, and that gives you the confidence to stand up to coworkers. Great. That's a natural progression. Go ahead and lean into that again with kindness, with tact, with compassion, but don't try to force any of this. Let it be a beautiful development of who you are. I hope that makes sense. I hope you're willing to give this a try. I would love to hear from you what results you find that you're getting when you handle this in tiny little steps, not relying on motivation, understanding where real change comes from, and letting it be a comfortable, safe, gentle, and natural process of your journey. Please like, subscribe, share if you haven't already. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Self-Esteem Truths. Thank you for spending time with me today, and as always, I will see you next week. Bye!